When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening and tweet me or IG story, tag me a screenshot or an aesthetic boomerang or pic of you listening because I love seeing who listens. It's been a great week in our Discord. It's been a great week talking to y'all on IG. I feel like we had a lot of tea this week just on my story talking about Pisces season and there was something else I posted I literally forget but it definitely stirred up oh I think it was I did like a it was kind of like more of a mini little like tell me the tea or tell me a fun fact and I just feel like I was like talking to so many of you about emotion which is like my favorite thing like there was one of the most no two of the most notable ones one of them was someone said they're friends with a 50 year old man who sometimes says sexist things so I was like maybe you should look into a retirement home for him. And a lot of you were responding to that. And then also this girl said she had three, she ate three pounds of peanut butter last week or something. And that stirred up a lot of controversy in my DMs. People were like, oh, she's lying. Or like people wanted to know like how she was eating the peanut butter. <laughs> so I just love that, you know, we can just talk about bullshit on IG because that's all I really want to do. Um, beverages of the day. This is my grande cold brew from yesterday. I only drank half yesterday, which I think is a good sign because, okay, yesterday I was like really hungover. Not really hungover, but I was like hungover. Like I was able to do stuff throughout my day, but it was like a challenge. (laughs) But before I was committing to my no slash minimal caffeine lifestyle, I could easily drink a venti cold brew just like that, like easy. And now... You know, I only drank half of it, so this is the other half. And then I got a new tea from the Puka or like Pukka brand. It's their love tea, and I just wanted it because it was cute. I mean, I wanted the flavors too, but it was just, it was pink. It was like cute. And it is kind of more of a sleepy time tea, but I just really wanted to try it. I have not tried it yet. But I think it's chamomile, rose, um, something else. I think there's also licorice root in here. It is really good. I feel like it needs to steep longer, low-key. And then we also have water, of course. Um, But yeah, how has everyone's week been? Um, I had such a fun weekend, you guys. It was just, like, so fun. Like, (laughs) it was kind of low-key giving me Leo season vibes, which can definitely be risky because, you know, Leo season is definitely the season where I wild out the most. Like, my most antics always happen in Leo season. Um, and this past weekend was, like, giving me that vibe. Even though it was cold as fuck and, like, like it definitely wasn't Leo season, but it was, like, giving me a taste of that. <laughs> and we're, we're going to be talking about that today. It's so funny because I was trying to remember. Like, I remembered that someone had sent me a TikTok. And I love when you guys do this, by the way, like, please, if you ever see a TikTok or just like an article, anything that you want my thoughts on, or you want me to discuss on the podcast, like, it's not like I'm going to have the answers to anything, but I think (laughs) to anything, to everything. But, you know, that's why I like doing this podcast is I feel like 
all of us are usually on the same page of like you know we're having a discussion and that's why i've also been enjoying my ig lives because we kind of discuss on live you know like certain topics and sometimes astrology and things like that um so please if you ever see a tiktok like just send it to me dm it to me tag me because i always am looking for ideas and i want to know like what you guys want to hear about talk about etc um but i was like fuck like i don't think i screenshotted it like i don't remember what it was but i just remember i was like oh i should definitely talk about that and thank god i was able to find it because again my dms were kind of popping this past week of like us just talking about you know three pounds of peanut butter so i definitely had to scroll but i was able to find it so i'm really excited to talk about that um and i feel like it's just very relevant probably in all of our lives or at least it probably has been at some point um but yeah so it's pisces season now if you didn't listen to the past or most recent episode i talked about pisces season um but i feel like this weekend was kind even though it was like antiky and i don't necessarily think of pisces season as like my most antic season um it was a very for me at least like go with the flow type of weekend which i feel like is very pisces season like we're just like a fish floating around like let's just see what happens next um and i feel like that's like always when low-key like the best shit happens is like when you're spontaneous and when you just like like when you trust yourself and listen to your intuition but also when you just kind of are open to seeing what could happen you know that's like definitely how i felt and also bro okay pisces season is also and again we talked about this last week but i just have to like reiterate because so much shit happened like um it's a very like psychic kind of time so this month y'all well you know this season be end of february beginning of march pay attention to your dreams there have been so many little things happening where like i would see okay we know tiktok's an algorithm but i'm talking about like I would see a TikTok and then something would happen like directly related to the, or, you know, when you just kind of see something, it's like kind of in your subconscious and then like it would fucking happen like multiple times already. So I'm like, is this a Pisces season thing? Um, And I already feel like personally, my dreams have been more vivid because they were so vivid over Mercury retrograde. Like I was remembering them fully. I've been writing all my dreams down in my journal Um, and I can just see like, during Mercury Retrograde, every single day, there's like a full paragraph about my dream. And then it kind of stops and there's like maybe one here, maybe one here that I remember. Like, uh. But recently, they've been super vivid again. So let me know if you can relate. And also, were your dreams crazy during this past Mercury Retrograde? Because, bro, what the fuck? Like, I feel like writing them down also kind of helps. But you really have to like do it as soon as you wake up. Or like sometimes I don't feel like fucking pulling out my journal and pen when I am half asleep. But I will just take my phone and, like, use text-to-speech and, like, just say words that I know are going to remind me of. (laughs) And that really helps. And it's just, like, lower maintenance until I can fully write it down later. But let me know if you keep track of your dreams. Um, Also, finished a book. Dude, I'm waiting. I want to fucking start a new book. I've only been reading Little House books. (laughs) I'm on By the Shores of Silver Lake now. And now it's, like, starting to get a little more not interesting but you know they're like a little bit older and i just don't really remember reading these later ones as much so it's almost like more engaging because there's just so much i don't remember um if you don't know i'm talking about the little house on the prairie books let me know if you read those growing up um but i started i just had like this craving over like christmas 
when I was back home to read them. Um, so I've been rereading those. And if you watched, if you listen to the podcast or watch my video on like how I read more books, um, those have been like my before bed books because it's like a nice little story. Um, and it's also just nostalgic. It's so funny because I went to the library <laughs> to get these most recent ones and I had to go to the children's section, so I just, like, asked the lady, like, where are these? And she was like, is there, like, a show coming out or something? Because a lot of people have been, like, asking me about those recently and, like, wanting to check them out. So I was just wondering, like, is there a movie coming out? Like, what's the sudden interest? And I was like, no. Like, I didn't even know it was, like, trendy. Like, I just had the craving to read it, so I've been rereading them. (laughs) But I thought that was so funny because I feel like I've just been talking about them so much. So I guess some other people are on the same vibe. Last week, I finished my Angela Davis book. I would definitely recommend this, y'all. Angela Davis, Women, Race, and Class. It's definitely a book where it was a lot easier to read when I was highlighting it. So I bought this book. Um, Obviously, do not highlight your library books. but (laughs) It is definitely a book, you know, you have to really sit down and pay attention to to fully absorb because it's a lot of history, a lot of facts, and, like, it's not just some, like, oh, yeah, let me just, like, read this before bed. Um, but just like a lot of good information and especially about feminism. Um, I remember in, I think it was like fifth grade doing a project about Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Um, and you know, just like the early women's suffrage movement and everything like that. So I really like this book because it just explains a whole lot more about what actually was going on. And you know, when you bring race into it and like how, you know, there's just, There's, like, white feminism, and then there's, like, actual the shit that was happening and how... I think she said Susan B. Anthony was kind of, like, wanted to be neutral when it came to racism. So that's kind of, like... It's, like, okay, if you're not, like, against it, you're kind of, like, with it. You know, if you're being neutral. Um, So there was that, and then, you know, it goes... It starts out during slavery and goes to like abortion and birth control now um so it was it's just like a really good read so if you're interested which i'm sure you are if you listen to this fucking podcast if you're interested in feminism um as well as racism this is just like it has so much good history just in one book so would definitely recommend but yeah definitely just be prepared have your highlighter on hand that just helped me so much to like pay attention um, but once I kind of got in the flow of reading it, I was like, yeah, okay. It's not like a hard read, but it's just, it's not Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> um, yeah, so super important, educate yourself. Speaking of shit like that and how the United States is terrible, <laughs> um, today that I'm recording this is 22222. I keep seeing all these, um, posts about manifestation and things like that. Honestly, y'all, I don't know if this comes as a shock. I'm not like super big on like angel numbers. Like, you know, if it's 444, I'll take a picture of it and post on my story, but I'm not like, like, yeah, I fuck with astrology and whatnot, but I'm just not like super into, like, I don't, I don't have like, and I'm not saying it's like bad, but personally, I just never like, it's not like I have a number that I've always been obsessed with or like, I don't have a favorite number. Like I just, it's like, okay. (laughs) Like, yeah, I love the aesthetic, how 11.11 looks on my IG story, but, like, that's it. Um, but I thought, you know, bringing the astrology into it, this day is the day that Pluto goes return. So let's talk about that, shall we? So 
I found this information from Refinery29, but wait, let's see. A planetary return occurs when a planet in the zodiac returns to the place, which is the degree and sign it was during a physical or spiritual birth. These events are thought to mark a new chapter and story in our lives, one that will set the stage for the future and it's karmic in nature. So, you know, some planets like the sun are going to go, like, have a return every year. So that's, like, our birthday, you know, like, your solar return. Um, Mars returns to the point and sign where it was when we were born about every two years. Jupiter every 13 years. Saturn returns is every 27 to 30 years. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about, like, I mean, if you're into astrology, you know, like your Saturn return, it's like once you turn 30, like you just go through this like huge transformation. Like, I don't know, some people freak out. Some people just like change careers or like know what they want to do, like things like that. Um, so if a planet's further away from Earth, you know, we're not going to have like a, a personal Pluto return because it only happens every 200 years or so. But it affects more so like, um, like nations or like, reigns of power or like history in that way like it's a little more global i guess it's not as personal um so this year like today that i'm recording this pluto will reach 27 degrees capricorn and that is the degree and sign it was during the signing of the declaration of independence in 1770 Six. So it was not where it is now until then. And when you think about that, like that was just a mark of like, you know, the birth of the modern day United States. Um, astrologers are considering this the U.S.'s personal Pluto return. And because Pluto is known for shaking up current dynamics and pushing them to crumble, um, all to allow them to be put back together in a restorative way that aligns with the status quo, they are predicting that the country may undergo some major changes, hopefully for the better. And we can kind of see, you know, over the past couple of years, how society has been crumbling, you know, with the pandemic, with Black Lives Matter. Um, and I feel like just in general, a lot of people just becoming a lot more aware of certain issues and like just structurally how the United States is like <laughs> quite shit, shall we say. Um, and I feel like social media has helped a lot with that, you know. We're just exposed to so many new opinions and like viewpoints and just information that we wouldn't have necessarily been otherwise, especially, you know, especially if you just think in the old, old days, you know, when people were only really exposed to like who was immediately around them in their town or whatever. But then even with like newspapers and television like that, media can often be very controlled. Um... So with social media, it's like individuals, you know, it's like a little more power to the people as far as like speaking up and like sharing your voice and things like that. Um, over the past 13 plus years, wait, so it and Pluto entered Capricorn in November 2008, but it is returning to the degrees, 27 degrees where it was during the Declaration of Independence today. So there we go. Um, Pluto and Capricorn has caused many ugly truths to bubble to the surface, resulting in the downfall of corporations and people in power that have refused to evolve. Society can only resist transformation for so long. Pluto is a planet of contradiction. It represents creation and destruction. 
It tears down things that are no longer working and replaces the outdated ways of thinking with evolutionary views. It also represents renewal and rebirth, changing ideology to, do, to align with the current times. The dwarf planet helps to help the world grow. And when people don't want to evolve along with it, we may see societal up, upheavals. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, they're talking about like Me Too and like Black Lives Matter. Uh, a lot of people and systems being exposed for their dishonesties and abuses, abuses of power. The pandemic has made our calls for justice that much louder. People are demanding change. And with this Pluto return marking a new chapter or story for the U.S., astrologers are predicting that this is the time the government may undergo a massive spiritual makeover. Um, the most noticeable change will be in the way we do business with others and get paid. With many people working remotely, there's been an increasing emphasis on independent work, and we've never been more reliant on technology. Cryptocurrency, working at home. Yeah. Um, with, while Pluto has been in Capricorn, we've already seen the beginnings of a financial metamorphosis, hopefully one that will ultimately modify old resources into new ones that will benefit the masses, without an imbalance or people in power controlling the financial strings. Change is something that's needed and it's coming. So I will link that article down below. I also was reading something on popsugar.com. Dude, it'd be the most random like websites. I feel like Refinery29, like I reference a lot of their um, articles, but <laughs> it's like, just get to the point, you know, like which these do. So that's why I use them. Um, but yeah, so just, you know, it's like, bro, our fucking lives. And you know what's crazy? Just also being like this age. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're like probably around my age. If not, we love that as well. But like just that coming into adulthood vibe and just how you... Like I think for me, one of the biggest things has been realizing that like everyone's a person in the sense of like... I think you first kind of notice it with your parents like you know you're a kid and you just think your parents or your caregivers whoever like have all the answers and they're just so strong like nothing could ever like affect them like you know and then you grow up and you realize like as you've been getting older they also have been getting older like they're not just this like stagnant not stagnant but just like this like fixed thing you know it's like they also hopefully you know have been growing and changing um and then you just at least again for me like I've also realized like that's why shit's the way it is because like think of the worst chad you know that's like every old man in the government <laughs> it's like okay but like think of every worst fat bro you know like that's like what society is built around you know it's just like oh my god like oh and then just, like, so much more history kind of makes sense because it's, like, oh, like, these were, like, people, you know? It just, like, blows my mind. It's, like, it's not, like, and even just, like, with celebrities, I feel like a big way that has been kind of exposed, and I think I've probably talked, I know I have talked about this before, but just with social media and how, like, I think when I was talking about it, it was, like, oh, the downfall of, like, celebrities and just how much more easy it is to become a celebrity these year these days um and how i feel like a lot of people have kind of realized that celebrities are just people and you know just celebrities like being stupid being exposed for doing like dumb shit even something like a typo on their ig caption but like you know it could also be <laughs> something a lot more serious um 
it's like everyone's a person and like there's just so many not rules i mean i guess like rules but so many like systems to like make more these people seem more powerful than these people but it's like really bitch we're all human or i was like living here like what the fuck um so anyway i would love to hear your thoughts about that but yeah this is the last podcast of the month um so i also just wanted to kind of talk about the month like how did february go for y'all i definitely feel like it was a big shift for me just from last month um one of my main goals this month was just to not i feel like in january and i know i talked about this probably in the beginning of the month when i was talking about my goals but in january you know i was very much in the house um you know, on grind mode, wasn't really going out, but I just ended up feeling very like isolated a lot of the time. And it just, it didn't always feel like, oh yeah, like I'm on my productive grind mode shit. Like, ew. So my, one of my main goals, and I just got a lot of anxiety as a result of that. Like, ew. So one of my main goals for February was to, I guess, like feel more community around me and to be open to trying new things. I was really focused heavy on like, you know, I don't know, trying a new restaurant, trying a new coffee shop. And that's kind of like just one of my goals for the year is like to at least try one new place a month. Um, But I guess just to kind of break routine and be open to seeing what happens and to be more social. And that fits a lot of the themes of Aquarius season, you know, which it was at the beginning of this month. But I just really feel like I did a good job of being like actively aware of that um and especially just in general you know for someone who bitch sometimes it's hard for me to go with the flow so maybe that's my one of my march goals or pisces season goals but you know i think i'd like to do more so like months but since we're gonna start march off in pisces season go with the flow bitch like you know y'all know me very i love my routine i love planning every single little thing that i'm gonna do in my life (laughs) But maybe March is the month where I sit back, relax, and just, like, let, not, like, in a passive way, but just in a, like, being open and curious to seeing what's possible way. Um, yeah, so pay attention to your dreams, y'all. Um, and just, like, meditating. Dude, I've also been, like, the yoga has really been paying off. It was a good month. I mean, it's not over yet, but... I mean, basically, by the time this goes up, there's only, like, a few days left. So I would recommend doing some journaling. Go back. This is why it's so good to journal because, like, I was writing stuff down for the Aquarius New Moon, which happened at the beginning of February. Um, And that's more so, like, things you want to happen for the month or, like, your intentions or manifestations. So that's why it's so cool to journal and actually write these things down because then you can go back to them. And it's just so funny, like, I mean, not funny, but, like, it's just interesting to see how it's interesting how much we forget you know like when we're living something or like experiencing even very strong emotions sometimes you know it's like oh well obviously i'm gonna remember this like how could i not i'm feeling it so strongly it's so active in my mind but like life just keeps happening and we just keep experiencing more shit and more memories and like whatever so we do forget so that's why it's so important to journal and like write shit down also i feel like you know i had like a little diary growing up for sure um like i have a diary from kindergarten um and i feel like 
looking at journaling or treating it more so as a way for like my present self to work through emotions rather than like, oh, I just want to like write a list of what happened or like explain what happened this week so my future self can remember. Like sometimes that's cool, whatever. And sometimes you can get emotion out of like just explaining what happened or sometimes, you know, you have to do that. But instead like, oh, this is for me now. And like, like, what do I need to write about or work through or like, you know, just like the word vomit. I'm sure you guys, some of you have heard of like the morning pages thing. Um, but yeah, so I just kind of like shifting my mindset. Like this isn't a, not a to-do list, but like a, this is what happened list. Like this is like for me currently to work through how I feel. <laughs> and it just seems like less exhausting. I don't know. Does, like does journaling ever seem exhausting to you? Like I don't want to write about my day. <laughs> But then it's like, okay, if I'm writing about my feelings and, like, my emotions, it's like then realizations come out. And it really does, like, make you feel better. So anyway, let me know if you journal down below. I wish this tea was a little stronger. Just in flavor. Like, it's barely not that flavorful. And it's been steeping for a while. So, like, like I expected, it said rose. I was expecting more rose flavor. I'm kind of getting the licorice flavor, but like, um, so back to, or should we get started on our main topic of the day, which is this TikTok that this girl sent me, which was, it was just like, you know, this girl, it was just text on the screen, but it was like, when you protect your peace too much in your life is boring. And I think I've made a TikTok like that. Um, and that's definitely how I was feeling, bro. Like in January, like, it's like damn, like, this is so boring, bro. Like, fuck. Um, so I wanted to talk about this and kind of get your guys' thoughts. And I also feel like there's two viewpoints that I kind of have on it. So I'm curious to see what you guys think. So first of all, y'all know I had to just look it up and see what, what, what kind of articles were available on the topic. <laughs> um, it was a lot, I just looked up like spiritual boredom and it was a lot of like very much religious articles which like no shade but I just I didn't really want like that kind of vibe but you know what was actually very helpful was um quora.com which I don't know if you guys know but it's like yahoo answers <laughs> so it's just like random people answering this question um but there was like some good answers on here and I guess that's kind of more so what I wanted like not like oh an article about straying away from god but like okay like how does it feel when you like commit to like I don't know, living spiritually and not like bullshitting, I guess. Again, I have like two different kind of viewpoints on this. So, um, so the question was, why do spiritual people become so boring after they start following the path of spirituality? <laughs> so then the first answer, which probably I think is like the main, like the most thumbs up answer or something. Someone said, you haven't explored the spiritual entertainment out there. In fact, when people get so bored after years and years of party, booze, date, dine, gossip, fancy cars, I'm like, sounds fun, <laughs> suits, rat race, and so on, they turn to spirituality and find it more entertaining without expending on their relationships and health. Um, 
What we call happiness is a neurotic excitement. It is impossible to understand how ecstatic the spiritual person is unless our neurosis is settled and we're able to participate and celebrate in their awareness. <laughs> if you are bored with a spiritual person, it shows only one thing, that one of you is non-spiritual, and you know who that is. <laughs> it's kind of sassy. <laughs> Damn. Um, this is another answer. Generally, people who transition from one extreme to another extreme enjoy the things for a longer time. Oh, like people who follow and practice spirituality are the ones who have gone through some extreme conditions in life, like failure, bankruptcy, bankruptcy, drugs, etc. Spirituality gives them a new hope in life. Nothing is permanent in life. You get bored sooner or later. So also the spirituality. So also in spirituality. I'm like, yeah, this was like a great website, guys. <laughs> it was just interesting to see the different like answers, you know? Um, someone said, I know I am more boring and it has been an easy transition for my friends to go through with me. Before I was up for dancing until late in the night and going out shopping, eating to fairs, festivals, to coffee dates. Coffee dates aren't spiritual now. Now I'm happy spending more time alone, feeling connected to all the things out in nature or creating. You're telling me a coffee date can't be spiritual or like eating. Okay. (laughs) We're going to have to talk about this. Um, spiritual people have no fear of anything put them to hell they walk through into the hell joyfully blissed out material people can only beg for heaven and will be bored on heaven in a few days here we go if you're spiritual you have this is the same person though so if you're spiritual you have the freedom to do any adventure in this world without fear um There is boredom only... Okay, this person didn't know how to type. (laughs) Great article, guys. Um, Truly spiritual people talk less and listen more. Hence, people feel like sharing their pains and pleasures with them. They're so calm and happy that their positive energy is contagious. One would like to stay in their company for no reason. On the other hand, those who are trying to show that they're spiritual are boring. This is mainly because they start preaching. Believe me, no one likes preaching. Mostly it's the self-talk which they do. They try to tell themselves what to do and what not to do, which they say aloud, and hence the other person gets bored. Many times what they do is just a behavior change and not a change of thought process. The change is only outer, not inner. Hence the discrepancy or conflict between their inner and outer states, which creates an unpleasant environment. Okay, um... So, I is I, I do think there's something to be said, um, about you know like always looking for, you know the next best thing or like trying to find peace or happiness in partying or alcohol or drugs or, you know, in relationships or, you know, just never really being satisfied. And I guess also this kind of comes down to like what does spirituality mean to you? Like, I feel like to me, it's, it's like, what even is it to me? I feel like to me, it's like much more of a feeling, like, especially in dealing with anxiety and whatnot. I know that when I feel just completely calm and like regulated in my body, I could be by myself or I could be, you know, with people that that I love. Um, But when I just feel like, 
go to my body and I'm just in the moment and like just completely blissed out. I feel like that's spirituality. And I feel like spirituality is also like, you know, it's like meditation. It's like listening to yourself and your intuition and like the mind-body connection and just, I guess, being content like in the moment. Um, And, you know, bitch, again, I don't have all the answers. That's not to say that's the only answer whatever. But I feel like to me, like, that's kind of what it is. Like nothing sounds better right now than just being right here. Um, so, well, I do think, you know, obviously there are extremes and I feel like just in this capitalistic society, we're very pushed to want the next best thing. And obviously we need money to fucking exist and survive. So obviously we want more money and, you know, with social media, with celebrities, we want to be cute. Like, you know, we want to be ISA. We want to do this ISA. Um, and just kind of chasing like, this feeling. And I know, bitch, no offense, I'm so sick of talking about this because it's just like, okay, I've talked about it so much. <laughs> you know, when people, people think that being rich and famous is going to solve all their problems and then like they get there and they find themselves like more depressed. And actually, um, Demi Moore's memoir talked about that because she had like such a rough dysfunctional upbringing and she just thought that like oh like when she started acting and kind of like getting more into the industry and stuff she was like oh like if I can be rich and famous like in this group of people like then I'll be happy and like little did she know like that was the most fucked up group of people of them all um to kind of like you know like obviously that's not the whole story but you know that kind of vibe um, so it, I feel like a lot of it is, like, very ingrained in us. And, it, bitch, it's also, like, disclaimer. It's not like I'm, like, like, oh, I'm perfect. I, like, never, like, my ego, it just, like, doesn't even exist. Like, I never, like, have the urge to, like, want more, like, be hotter. But <laughs> I hope that just, like, is a given. That that's not the case. Um, but, you know, I like to, like, think about these things, talk about it, whatever. Can I just, can we just stop with the disclaimers? Like, I hope you just, like, get it at this point. Like, come on. <laughs> Um, okay, so there's that. Like, okay, I get it. Like, if you're really spiritual, like, why... If I am truly content in the moment, like, why would I want to drink or, like, go to the club? Like, oh, yeah, it's a little vibrational. <laughs> but on the other hand, and I feel like it's a fine line, and I feel like you have to be, like, very self-aware and, like, I guess, like, truly spiritual in a sense to live this and not have it be an excuse for behavior, bad behavior, should we say. Um, But I feel like when you are truly spiritual, it doesn't look a certain way. Or like, I feel like if you're truly spiritual, you are able to have and be open to any experience because you know yourself and trust yourself and like, Again, you're like willing to go with the flow and like just see because you know there's people who spirituality is their brand and I know I've talked about this before um but especially when I first not even when I first moved here but like when I first was visiting LA a lot and you know being in the vegan community which was also you know there was people who were very like quote-unquote spiritual in that and like oh you know I have crystals and I meditate and I have a buddha statue in my yard It's like, just because you're able to afford the props and whatnot, like, does that really mean you're truly spiritual? 
because someone could like book the most expensive yoga classes and like you know go fly wherever and get like a shaman for their ayahuasca ceremony and like, I don't know only use a sustainable vintage because my dad owns Shein um but it's like that's not really what that bro it's just like props and that's just like still external shit so I feel like you know if you're truly spiritual you're able to simmer the fuck down and like realize that we're humans having a human experience what is it like souls having a human experience or whatever but we're fucking humans we're having this human experience and we're allowed to like bitch go on a fucking coffee date like what and I mean everyone's like different so some people may find that like maybe when they have a deeper relationship with themselves you know they don't want to do a lot of things which I think is very natural um but I feel like also sometimes I don't know it kind of comes across as like judgmental and like shaming you know it's like bro like sometimes there's so much joy in like going to get drinks with your friends and that's like Innocent. I mean, even, like, take the alcohol out of it. But just, like, like what? Like, this person's talking about, like, I don't go to fairs and festivals anymore because I'm just so spiritual. It's like, okay, like, maybe for you, but, like, I don't know. I think it's, like, when you think too much about it. But then it's, like, okay, obviously, like, you know, there's people who struggle with reliance on, I don't know, reliance on alcohol or, like, they do have that chasing feeling, you know, like, oh, like, it's like, um, you know, like, oh, I want the next best thing, like, oh my god, but it's like, if you're able to, like, chill, then it's like, okay, I can go to this party, I can fucking be social, I can go on a fucking coffee date, and it's like, oh my god, I'm not spiritual anymore because I did that, it's like, bitch, it comes from the inside, so, like, I could be and again, everyone's different, but I just feel like I could like be at the club with my friends and have a truly spiritual experience because <laughs> I'm like in the moment, chilling. Oh my God. I love being with my friends. This is so funny. We're going to like have so much to talk about later. And like, I don't know. It's not like I always want to do that, but it's like, am I not spiritual? Because it's like, I just, I'm not, you know, living like I am at a monastery or something. So I don't know. It's like, I get both sides. Um, what else did I write down? Oh, balance. I feel like it's about balance. And if you are listening to this podcast, you live a modern life. You know, we're not, again, we're not like living in a monastery. Maybe you are. That's cool. But like a lot of us aren't. We're living modern lives. You know, we have to do our jobs. We have to pay taxes. We have to go to the grocery store, whatever. So like, is that to say oh, I'm not allowed to have fun. And again, maybe your perception of fun will change. And I know especially like that one person was saying, you know, if you do go through a really hard time or you go through addiction or you go through bankruptcy or just a really hard thing in your life, like I'm sure your your everyday routine and like your idea of fun is going to change after that. You know, if you are able to find spirituality and like, I don't know, just change your life in that way. Um, but I guess like, Okay, perfect. For those of us who are just trying to, like, figure it out, and it's like, okay, I know I want to be more connected to myself. I know I want to trust my intuition. I know I want to, like, 
be truly happy and content just in the moment and I want to be able to self-regulate and I want my mind to shut the fuck up sometimes it's like how much do you control and how much do you just like trust yourself and work on like the trusting yourself instead of like getting the accessories and like planning your life to like oh this is what I'm going to do because I'm just going to be so spiritual after I like do this <laughs> like or if I say no to this coffee date because like if I was truly spiritual I could just be happy like sitting in this grass and that's it and it's like yeah sometimes sitting in grass is perfect and it's all I want but like not all the time and we live modern lives so it's not like realistic for us to just be like all I do is like be in nature and create art it's like okay maybe but you still have to <laughs> pay taxes you know <laughs> So, again, balance. Um, I think the more I self-study and... This is the thing. This is the fucking thing. Um, You know, the fake spirituality, the toxic positivity. Like, bro, I just feel like a lot of it is... Like, a lot of real... And again, I'm just a random disclaimer. But I, I feel like a lot of real spirituality is, it's like real. Like, it's not just like this, oh my God, love and harmony. Like, haha. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like dealing with your emotions. Like, it's like, okay, what from my past is coming up now? Like, it's like real, like, psychology and like actual facts. It's not just like mystical vibes. Um... So if I'm able to self-study and realize like what kind of emotions I have, like how my body feels when I go through certain events, even in my day or when I interact with certain people and like feeling the vibes in that way and like how my body responds and like what kind of emotions different things bring out in me. And then especially like with meditation and just like working on quieting your mind, but then also like working on I guess like your triggers like your trauma like the ugly stuff like again like the toxic positivity thing that was such a huge thing like oh just focus on what feels good and like you know but like in a oh I'm doing this to ignore the bad stuff like I'm not dealing with the bad stuff because I just want to like feel good oh my god I'm gonna just feel so good if I'm able to just manifest this and like be delusional (laughs) kind of turning into a rant but um I just feel like my personal viewpoint has changed so much as I've grown up, you know, from fucking 15, 16 to now. I feel like that's when I started, like, reading a lot of the spiritual books and, like, whatnot. Um, But now I'm like, bro, like, none of that shit's going to make a difference if you don't, like, actually deal with, like, yourself and, like, how you are and why you are the way that you are and, like, healing yourself and, like, just stuff from childhood and like it's like how are we gonna find peace if we don't like work on shit because shit's always gonna come up you know we you like you can't run away from yourself so you have to deal with it like I just always think of this one time like when I think of toxic positivity toxic positivity I just remember this one specific memory it was like when I first moved here but I was in the car with someone who was like oh I'm so spiritual you know And they, like, kind of hit someone's car on the freeway or something. Or, like, 
cut someone off. It was, like, something like that. Like, they did something kind of fucked up. Not, like, extremely fucked up, but, like, you know, it was just, like, they pissed somebody off. And the person was, like, kind of cussing them out at the window. And so they just, like, they were, like, oh, well, I'm just so spiritual. So, like, I'm just, they started, like, shouting back, like, oh, like, I love you. Like, I just, I'm sending you so much love. Like, I hope your day, I hope you're able to heal. And it's, like, bro, like, that's fucking annoying. And, like, you're being, like, what's the word? A fucking prick, you know? Like, like, what? Just going around being like oh well no bad vibes like I don't want drama because I'm just like all about the good vibes and like good energy it's like no conflict is gonna come up and I think it's just about how we deal with it and you know then you learn about oh conflict can actually bring intimacy you're like I don't know sometimes you're wrong sometimes you're gonna piss somebody off how are we gonna deal with that because just saying well love and peace and good vibes only I don't have time for drama is it drama or is it just life (laughs) I mean, then there's also a difference of, like, actively seeking drama. Because, again, maybe you're, like, looking for stimulation. But then there's, like, sometimes you need to have a conflict. So just a lot of realizations, you know, over the past however many years. And, again, like, my perception has just changed so much. And I'm glad because I feel like now, because I have learned what I've learned and continue to learn. Like I'm, I don't know, less afraid of conflict, more likely to stand up for myself. Um, and then, I mean, this is, it's like a similar topic. It's, we're just flowing with the conversation. Okay. Pisces season. Um, like I used to always describe myself as like such a laid back person. Like, oh, you know, I'm just like good vibes. I'm so like accepting of other people. Um, but I kind of was like using that as an excuse to like not stand up for myself and I think ultimately like I was afraid of conflict because I would just like oh like I'm just like I'm so low maintenance I'm just like good vibes only like I'm just like so go with the flow but it's like no I'm not I'm not I have opinions and like there's some shit I don't want to do or I'm not okay with and now it's like I'm gonna say that sorry I'm not I'm not easygoing like <laughs> I'm not a fucking bitch all the time but like I'm not just like oh you can decide like eh. Um, and, you know, I think back when I first was, like, I don't know, getting into spirituality and, like, reading the books and everything, like, <laughs> it's, like, well, yeah, I just want to be, like, good vibes. Like, why would I want to cause conflict? That's just going to, like, manifest more conflict or, like, whatever. But it's, like, I think the ultimate form of spirituality is, like, honoring yourself and, again, trusting your intuition. And sometimes that means, you know, not necessarily going off on someone, but, like, standing up for yourself and, like, risking a fight or risking conflict in the name of standing up for yourself and your higher good and for your younger selves and everything like that. Um, So I guess my question to y'all is what does spirituality look like to you? And do you agree with the, with what I said, I was going to say with the fact that no, (laughs) it's not a fact. It's just an opinion. Um, Do you agree with what I said where, you know, if you are truly quote unquote spiritual you can kind of have any experience obviously within reason that doesn't mean like go I don't know, do the hardest drug you can find or something like but just in general you know like being open to experiences um and it's not like you have to like try and shape your life again it's one thing if it just happens like naturally like oh yeah I used to like go out and party every single night and that was the funnest thing in the world to me um but now you know I like to stay in and like 
I don't know, volunteer, whatever. Like, that's one thing. But just if you're like trying to have this image of spirituality and like, oh, no, I can't go to your birthday party because that is not, you know, Jesus. That's not in alignment with my image of like what spirituality is supposed to look like or what it should look like, you know? It's like how much of it, like, I feel like people are like that thought process is very much like out, out, like external in rather than like, okay, it starts with the self. And then like, I feel like your life, once you start to like trust yourself, trust your intuition, listen to yourself, study yourself, work on yourself in that way, then your external world is just going to start shifting like as a result of that versus like, oh, I need to like control how everything looks on the outside. And like, do I have the right, you know, home decor for my new spiritual life? (laughs) And then like, oh, hopefully I'll get more spiritual as a result of that. So, I mean, it's low key, like a law of attraction, like some of the law of attraction stuff, you know, I do be hitting like just that idea um me talking shit about it to then like agree with it later on but you know just that idea of like it starts from within and that's even that sometimes can be kind of dismissive of like people's experiences and whatnot and like just issues in society <laughs> but just you know like in general you know if you're looking to like that you know, like the Demi Moore book, like, oh, if I could just be rich and famous, all my problems will go away, or like, then I'll be happy, or whatever, like, bitch, you could just go right to the feeling, and work on yourself, all this tea making me hiccup, what kind of podcast is this, oh my god, um, so I would love to hear your thoughts, I think it's such a fascinating topic, mostly because it's just so relevant in our everyday lives, like, there's a point in the day, in every day, where you could be like, you could like think about this and it could be applicable to the situation you're in, you know? Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts and especially this Pisces season, you know, I feel like that's a great topic to think about just in terms of spirituality and like going with the flow, following your intuition, things like that. Um, so I guess that's all I have to talk about. Also, I'm getting starving suddenly and randomly. So I'm going to go make a food, but I will link all the articles I referenced down below in the comments. And let me know what you want me to talk about next week, the first week of March. And we are in full-fledged Pisces season. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening as always. And I will talk to you then. Bye, everyone.